welcome to Success Gyan podcast. This is Surendran Jayshekar, founder and CEO of Success Gyan. Success Gyan is India's leading platform for personal and professional development. Our goal is to make 8 p.m. the learning hour in this country. So every Monday, Wednesday and Friday at 8 p.m., we'll be bringing in world's best trainers to speak on topics which will help you become a better version of yourself in every area of your life. What if there is a formula to be an awesome parent? In today's episode, we have India's leading life coach Pooja Puneet who will be providing us with tips on becoming an awesome parent and things which we can do to achieve pure connection with our children. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hey listeners, so happy to have you here. Thank you for tuning in. Today's topic is one of those topics that I normally do not Uh, venture into but every now and then i get so many requests that i decided that let me share with you a few things that i have done as i was bringing up my own children so that see if any of this is useful to you so we are going to discuss parenting okay so parenting a topic that is i'm really careful of yet having said that because you know what every parent is doing the best that they can but if it excites and interests you to become a better parent to become an awesome parent i'm going to share with you some of the things that over the years i picked up that have really benefited me okay so let's get started really fast uh, the first one that i started to do was going on a weekly date with each of my children individually so it's something that i love doing the last time my son both my children now live in london they are 18 and 22 so quite grown up but i love us trying to look for one to one time with them uh, day before i was in delhi so i dragged my son along if i may say so and you know two and a half hours going two and a half hours coming back in the flight was such good quality time so i'm forever looking for how can i create those moments now because they both are in london we do a sunday forum meeting which is all four of us will get on a call from 7 to 8 in the evening on sunday and update each other each one takes 15 minutes and we go through every sphere like you know health how's each one's health how's each one's business how's each one's for my younger one he's still studying so his studies how's each one's relationships how's each one's uh, happiness quotient so we go through every topic that way what happens is we all feel feel so much in sync even though we are so far away from each other now if you have little children then you'll have to create a maybe a another way i remember when my children were small we used to make happy faces sad faces anxious faces very hum faces and i say which one are you feeling today and why so there's so many different cute cute activities that you can do to really start to make that one to one connection rather than all the time you know uh either doing things in groups or not realizing sometimes that you know what we get to say what we want to say but we are not listening enough to what they have to say in return that leads me directly into my second point which is if we start to show interest in what they love to do eventually they will show interest in what we love to talk about so a lot of times parents tell me but you know what they don't listen I don't know if we are listening enough to show them as a role model what listening looks or feels like. I've had both boys, so topics that they used to come up with at one point I felt like I'm a PhD in Beyblade, in FIFA, in uh, Marvel and DC superheroes, topics that were of zero interest to me, but I had to just sit down and listen in depth 
because I knew that the more interested I seem to them, the more I'm able to be present with them when they are talking about things that they are passionate about, the more they will learn to be present with me when I'm talking about things that I'm passionate about for them. So it teaches them how to listen. So I do believe that, especially in the beginning, see if you can spend a lot of time listening to things that they have to say and not only just listen, ask them follow-up questions so that they really know that it wasn't just them narrating, but you were literally and you know, beautifully interested in what they had to say. Number three is uh, something I learned from a lady called Dr. Shifali Sabari. You can look her up. She's one of the best parenting experts that I know in this world. So uh, she has a book called Conscious Parenting. And a lot of what I did in my parenting style came from her. So the thing that I learned from her was that always give more respect to the emotions and the dignity of your child than to the mechanics of life. And let me explain this to you. A lot of us give preference to or find very important, did your child brush, your, brush his teeth? Did they wake up on time? Did they finish their food? Did they have their milk? All the mechanics of life, things that they need to do to live their best life versus how they feel. So I used to always tell my husband, when my children come out of the bedroom, I don't want you to ask them, did they brush? The first thing I want you to give them is a warm welcome with a nice good morning where they feel like we are delighted to see them. And not start off with last night, did you brush? This morning, did you brush? Did you make your bed before you came out of the room? Have you done this or have you done that? Or why didn't you change into your night suit before sleeping? How many times I've told you not to sleep in this t-shirt? And we tend to move in as parents because we, you know, we want the best for our children. Very quickly, we move into the mechanics. I'd love for you to start to really give respect and dignity to the soul of the child and the soul of the child did not know etiquette or did not know manners or did not know when it was born. So you, we need to guide them to take them on a journey that feels beautiful to them rather than bound to or have to. The more we make them choose these things rather than create a have to in life, the lesser they will detest or resent us as well as the activity. So that to me, is one of the most important points because I feel like a lot of parenting relationship depends on how good your child is in studies, in his behavior, in his obedience, in his... While you know what? I feel like when we start to connect with the soul of the child, when we start to be more understanding towards the child, the child automatically starts to respond in a manner where he wants to disappoint us least. And when we make a relationship where he doesn't want to disappoint us and we want to be friendly, I feel like that's a lot more powerful than we coming from a place of authority and saying because I'm saying so or because I'm parent so you know from that energy the fourth thing I, I discovered I can't remember which teacher said this but it was such an important point and I remember it landed straight in my heart if you can truly start to believe that you know your child's future is going to be fabulous it is so easy for us as parents to come from a place of fear that if they don't do this or this or this or this, then their future will not work out the way we imagine it. What if in reverse, you came from a place of love? That love where you absolutely know that no matter what, the child is going to have an amazing future. Some children blossom at a younger age. They get their medals and their trophies right from first grade in school. And some children blossom late. And the children who blossom late pay a huge price of parents all the time putting fear that if you don't do this, this will happen. Or if you don't do this, you will 
account to nothing and if you you know what if we just started to believe and every day as we spoke to our children in our language they noticed that one of the things we never doubt is their future or the success that they're going to have eventually that even if right now they're not able to cope or not able to manage not to worry because you know what eventually in life it's all going to work out and when we come from that energy you know when my children were growing up they were not any kind of toppers in school or anything extraordinary and yet one thing i really knew in my heart was that no matter how they go through school how they will be in life will be entirely different from how they are in education or in studies that was never my concern for me i used to always tell my children it will improve your self esteem if you're good in studies but if you are not eventually please know it that studies and life have very little relationship now those whose children are good in studies please you can totally honor that fact but if your child by any chance is not good in studies please do not punish your child on a daily basis in the process of giving him fear rather than love start to in your heart go you know what so what like i remember reading this quotation somewhere but it's so sad when we judge a fish from how to climb a tree and that's pretty much how our education system is you know it's it's created for a certain kind of personality who's good in memory or memorizing the rest of the, everybody who's creative who's who's an artist suffer or struggle so what if our children do not belong to the memory intelligence but they belong to other sorts of intelligence because there's so many different kinds of intelligence then we are continuously punishing them for that a lot of times we are taking our own dreams and you know putting it or projecting it on them because at least if we were not at least they should be are why baba so today onwards see if you can really on a daily basis people ask me all the time pooja how do i use law of attraction for my children i say you don't use law of attraction for your children you only bless them and they use law of attraction in their own life but with your blessings you are the root of the tree that they are the branches of so when the root carries the energy that everything's going to work out the branches automatically will have more belief in themselves for every word that you use on them eventually becomes a self fulfilling prophecy on them so if you keep calling them lazy dirty useless stupid and all those labels guess what that becomes their reality somewhere very beautifully i had read this uh, sentence that said when we call our children names it's not that they stop loving us they actually stop loving themselves and i thought that was so profound and heart touching so see if you can avoid ever degrading your child and come from that space of truly believing that their future will work out number 5 i want you to uh, start to let them make their own decisions So one of the things over the years I did was that you know let's say it's a birthday party and the theme says yellow and red but my son insists he wants to wear blue there used to be a time where I would be like no but the theme is yellow and red you've got to wear yellow and red but then eventually I realized that if I keep making decisions for them by the time the children will reach 15 16 17 they will keep looking at me for making all the drastic or the big decisions of their life rather than you know taking responsibility so let them know of the consequences of their decisions but the decisions should be theirs for example both my boys used to love playing video games till late at night and one of the things i was always concerned about that they won't wake up fresh for school the next morning so then we set consequences that if you cross 10 pm at night then you will give in your remote control for 24 hours and there were days where they were having so much fun that they would actually land up going till 11 11:30 
but then for the next 24 hours they were willing to give away the remote control the only suggestion i have for every parent when you are um, doing this is that whatever consequences you set you must stick by them a lot of times i hear parents say if you don't finish your food no tv tonight and then later on you know what lands up happening when they are like exhausted at 6 o'clock and they don't want to be attending to the kids they'll be like okay go watch tv ayyo what are you doing so accountability children are always checking our boundaries they always want to know how much can we push parents so whenever you give in you are actually telling them you don't have to take my word seriously i want every word of yours you don't need to overpromise you don't need to overpunish but if you say something stick to it because you want your children to have the respect of knowing that when they say something they mean it or they won't say so that's a very important relationship you build of when you set a boundary keep it otherwise don't set it no one's asking you to do so so when you say that you know what today no tv if you don't finish your food means actually no tv so learning to set consequences and then letting them choose you know how they want to play it is is a huge part of developing your child's ability to make decisions or better decisions and remember whenever you're teaching someone to make better decisions all better decisions get made through experience and all experience comes from making bad decisions in the beginning so let your children make some bad decisions make those mistakes while they are in your protective environment so that they can learn to make better decisions in the future sometimes they're so scared they'll choose the wrong thing that no but what if he plays till 12 in the night or 1 till 9 what if he doesn't eat his food what if i really want you to imagine what if in one day that happens and what will happen you know what will happen your child will know what is right from wrong because you allowed him to experience wrong to move into the right and i think sometimes we parents are overprotecting our children so their learning curve is happening much later in life because the first 10 15 years we haven't allowed them to make any mistake for us wanting them to be perfect now one of the things i want to remove from you know our parenting style is that they become a reflection of our self esteem which means their awards their report cards their accolades become a you know something that gets connected to our self esteem and last but not the least i want all of us as parents something that i've really uh, worked upon very much in my own parenting was emotional maturity emotional stability a lot of times we are expecting our children to be emotionally mature while we are losing it we are losing ang- we are getting angry we are getting frustrated we are getting emotionally out of control and we you know we are expecting them to be mature in that equation but we ourselves are not able to handle our own emotions so things that you can do to really harness the power of your emotional stability is something i'd love for you to practice few things that i do is one i choose better i make better choices in vocabulary so instead of saying i'm devastated seeing this room of yours i'll say beta i'm slightly disappointed so i'll reduce that whole you know somebody had told me 30 seconds of reprimand only is what you have when you're speaking to your children in a toxic language so go for 30 seconds and then stop that's another way of controlling your anger where you time yourself another way is to deep breathe another way is every time you open the handle of their uh, room you always you know just count the blessings that you have such lovely children that you do not want to pour poison on them you want to pour love on them so you can say the same thing in a firm but polite manner you don't have to shout and scream i always say this do not 
express your anger, explain your anger. I can always in the most gentle manner let my children know mom is feeling angry. I don't have to go out of control for them to experience my anger. You know what I mean? So these are all just various small, small things that you can do on a daily basis with your children and see if your parenting style improves or in which way it benefits the relationship that is most valuable to us. I'd heard this sentence which really uh, left a mark on my heart, which was, we are as happy as our saddest child. So you really want to make sure that both your children or all of your children or as many children as you have are in places where they are happy because remember their happiness is directly correlated to how happy we are going to be in our life, right? So let's make that extra effort to truly nurture, love and be there for them for they deserve the best in us. Thank you so much. I will see you another time with another podcast. Bye. Ciao. Thank you so much for listening. I'm sure this podcast gave you tips on becoming an awesome parent. Do share this with your friends or family whom you think would need this information. Pooja Punit will be live in the upcoming Super Growth Summit along with 10 other world-class trainers. Log into www.sgsummits.com and register for the upcoming Super Growth Summit for free. This is Surendran Jayashekar. Until next time, love yourself. Don't take life too seriously. Strive to become a better version of yourself. Give more to get more. And always keep inspiring. Thank you.